Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Welcome in. This is Fox Sports Radio, the Doug Gottlieb Show. Filling in for Doug today, it's me, Rich Ornberger, alongside me, Aaron Torres, who is just getting set up. We got a little technical issue with the microphone in studio, but what a busy sports day on a somewhat innocuous Friday in the middle of the summer. You know, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, these are the dog days, and we're fighting through them alongside you sports fans. We're about 40 days out from kickoff of the NFL season, and we are a long way from home before we see anything resembling competitive football. But we got uh, some baseball trade talks that are going to be coming up in a little bit here as we're getting near the deadline. And we have some World Cup soccer tonight between Vietnam and the U.S. women's team. So looking forward to that as well. But before we get to any of that, who has made headlines again? Aaron Rodgers. Are you tired of it yet? We're not, because Aaron Rodgers, he's headline news once again here on this Friday in July. Um, just getting his feet wet with the New York Jets. Has a lot of nice things to say about the receivers that he's working with. But one of the most interesting sound bites we've heard so far from Aaron since joining the New York Jets 
is the fact that he doesn't see this as a passing dalliance. He doesn't look at this as a short-term thing. He at least feels like he owes them another season after this one ends, however it ends with the New York Jets, considering how much they had to move to get Aaron. And I think that's... um, I think that's probably the sort of organizational stability you need from your starting quarterback. Um, Here's the interesting thing about Aaron. Aaron, a lot of people dislike him, right? A lot of people just find the things he says controversial at times. Uh, But one of the things that you can say is he is authentic and he definitely says what he means. And he's also very careful. Like there are certain things that, believe it or not, Aaron's not going to tell you. But there are definitely things he's going to. And this one was important. This one was really important. As a matter of fact, if we have the sound ready, um, we should probably play it. Yeah, I want to hear Aaron Rodgers, what exactly he had to say to the media about how long of a stint it's going to be in New York. You know, to just play one year, I think, would be a disservice. Now, if that one year turns out to be a magical year, who knows? But it's more than that, it's how my body feels. Yeah, there you have it. And uh, I, I, if we have Aaron Torres, I'd like to welcome into the conversation. Which Aaron do you want to hear from right now? Rogers <laughs> yeah. or Torres? I'm back. We're co. It's me and Rogers. We're co-hosting the show right okay. now. And I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm not the quarterback of the New York Jets. I, I may be uh, good enough to be the backup, but I am not the starting <laughs> quarterback. So, first of all, good to be here with you, Rich. I should mention, by the way, we are broadcasting live from the Tyrec.com studios. Tyrec.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Rich, so you set up everything great, and again, apologize for those technical difficulties. What did you make of it? I don't mean to hijack the whole conversation that you opened, but what did you make of Aaron Rodgers being very bluntly saying he wants to be part of this New York thing for more than one year? I had the same question for you, so I can't wait to hear your take, but here's here's my takeaway. Okay, so everybody works for a company or owns a company. And what does every employee of a company wants? Stability. Yes. You want to know that your job is going to be there waiting for you the next morning. You want to know that your kids are going to be taken care of with the money that you're bringing home to provide for them, whether it's you or if it's a dual-income family. It doesn't matter. The, the, the one thing that matters the most is, am I going to have a job tomorrow morning when I wake up? Am I still going to be able to provide for myself, for the people who depend on me? When you have instability at the top of an organization – It casts doubt. It casts fear in certain occasions. Uh, It puts people under pressure. And not everybody operates well under that kind of pressure. That's very different than deadlines and due dates and, you know, hey, we got to go out and beat the Bengals. When there's instability in especially a football operation, like I've been a part of for many years of my life, and trust me, I've been in some instable situations. Nobody knows if there's going to be a tomorrow. How much longer do we have to do this for? And so if Aaron Rodgers was on a lame duck year in his first year as a New York Jets quarterback, there would be doubt. There would be people who are wondering if they're going to be employed by this team the upcoming season, especially if Aaron decides to retire suddenly or if he decides that he's had enough in New York and he wants to go elsewhere. So this is, to me, this almost sounds like what a CEO would say 
as a one-off answer to a question or as a pivot to a question to make sure that shareholders know that he's going to be around for a little bit. So all that doubt that may be hovering in the air or that the media are waiting to write, write up articles about, let's cast that aside because Aaron's not going anywhere, at least for a little while. Yeah, I think this also speaks to me to the frosty relationship with the Packers. I think retirement was really, I guess, really the only leverage that Aaron Rodgers had with the Green Bay Packers. Um, and you go back to to that time is that they kind of got the upper hand when they drafted Jordan Love and, oh, this is a transition period, whether they said it publicly or not. This is a transition period, even though you know Aaron Rodgers then plays at an MVP level for obviously two straight seasons after that. And so what was the leverage at that moment in time? It was... I'm going to retire. Maybe, you know, you guys think he would have been better without me. Okay, let's see. Let's see it. Well, eventually the Packers finally this offseason drew the line in the sand. But like everything else, you know, you use the real life analogy of stability. I also do think there's some element of it, it, it's fun again. It, it's it's different. It's fun. It's unique. You know, it's funny. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about SEC media days. But I've listened to a lot of Brian Kelly conversations over the last couple of days about, uh, you know, interviews with him about how exciting it was to take on a new challenge late in his career at LSU. LSU, a preseason, probably top five team coming into this year to bring it back to Aaron Rodgers. I think there's an element of that as well. I do think part of it is what you said is the stability is the fact that there's a lot of young talent on this roster where it's not built in kind of a year to year thing. I also think he's having a lot of fun, and again, I think it speaks to, at least for right now, we'll see what happens when the bolts start flying in, in game action, but at least right now, he's on the same page with Robert Sala, with his teammates, with the front office. Again, we'll see if that lasts. Yeah, yeah, and I think what you said is really smart, that in order to leave one place, you may say one thing, and in actuality, that only pertains to that situation. So if he had to be a Green Bay Packer, like if his only choice was I'm going to be a Green Bay Packer and nothing else, then maybe he does retire. But since there was another option available, and by the way, he called his shot. He said, I want to go to the New York Jets, and then they obliged him. So he got everything he wanted from not only the Green Bay Packers, from the New York Jets and from this situation. And I think it's... um I think going back to the thought process of stability, if you are a receiver who he's recruiting to come over to the Jets in free agency, or if you are a teammate of Aaron Rodgers and your contract's expiring after this season, the 2023 season, why would you come back to New York? Why would you come to New York in the first place unless Aaron's going to be there? Because what's, what's plan B for the New York Jets? Is it Tim Boyle? Is it back to Wilson? I mean, we saw how that panned out last season. I, it's just, it's not good enough. It's certainly not a playoff level caliber of quarterbacking. It's not, a, it's not even close. So I think that was part of it. Look, again, Aaron says a lot of things, and a lot of people say or, or believe that he says too much, and they find a lot of the things that he says disagreeable. And, and, you know, I think a lot of people probably look at that as maybe, wow, you know, he comes off half cocked. Like, but I think he's very measured. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of every single word that's ever left his mouth. Um, but I do think that he, he really does think through the messaging. 
you know, and that goes from what he's doing recreationally with ayahuasca mm-hmm. and the podcast that he goes on to spread his message about the things that he wants to speak his mind on. And I think I think it's true in his profession and his professional life and what he's willing to say in front of the football media. And so I think this was very important for him to convey at this point of the offseason so that those articles aren't even going to be written during the course of the season and serve as a distraction that he he has to answer to when the Jets actually take the field for real. So dumb question that I think I know the answer to. What do you expect from the Jets? And and I said it, I say it might be a dumb question because it feels like most people are kind of in agreement. And tell me if, if you just fundamentally disagree, is that the AFC is so tough and the schedule is so tough. Um, they're not going to be awful, but you, you open against the Bills on Monday Night Football. You play at Dallas in Week 2. You play KC in Week 4, at Denver in Week 5, Philly the reigning NFC champs in Week 6. Um, I'm just curious from your perspective. I mean, because Aaron Rodgers could sit here on July 21st and say, oh, yeah, we're, we're committed here for two years and we're so excited and this and that. But the one thing about Aaron Rodgers is that at times when he has faced adversity, he hasn't always been the easiest person to seemingly deal with and the best teammate, the best player to you know for a coach to coach, if things start off slow, if things aren't good, if they're, say, one in three after Kansas City in week four, what do you think the messaging is going to be then? Well, I, I okay, so I'll answer both of your questions. I'll ask the second one first. If they do get off to a slow start, then I think the messaging is going to be very similar to the messaging you heard with the during you know his end times with the Green Bay Packers. We're young. We have experience in certain places, but we've all come together here recently and we're still learning. We're still learning each other and we're trying to get a handle on this situation. Um, And so remember, I mean, he was working with a new offensive coordinator last year in Green Bay because Nathaniel Hackett took the Denver head coaching job. And so, I mean, there, there were a lot of excuses that were and could be made during the course of a relatively low buzz Green Bay Packers season. And so I think you would hear more of those sort of similar media answers and responses, stock answers. But I actually think to answer your first question, that the Jets are going to be very competitive. I I honestly do. I, I know that people are high on the Bills for good reason, but they have their issues. They have their issues with Stefan Diggs right now, and I don't know how their season's going to look um, in terms of that. I mean, I think they're a very talented football team. I think they have some depth issues defensively, but I, I, I do have some questions there. I absolutely have questions about the Miami Dolphins at quarterback, the staying power of Tua Tungavailoa. They look great with them. They haven't looked so great without him. And the New York Jets, you know, you compare them to the Patriots, the only other team left in that division. They are light years ahead in terms of, you know, their quarterback, their offensive skill position. And defensively, we're talking about a top five defense with one of the brightest defensive minds in the game right now with Robert Sala running the show. I think the Jets, and I'm and I'm going to say this right now, and I want everybody to understand, it's July but I think the Jets have a chance to win a Super Bowl this year. Whoa! Really? Absolutely. I'll tell you what. I, I, Rich Orenberger, we were supposed to talk Pac-12 media days after the break, but I want to come back because Rich Orenberger, it sounds like you're higher on the Jets than most other people. I want to continue this conversation next. Rich, if you don't mind, we can continue it coming up because that is a very interesting statement. Uh, Rich Orenberger, Aaron Torres, in for Doug Gottlieb. This is Fox Sports Radio.
Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Radio. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug was in for Colin earlier today. Go back and download the podcast if you missed any of that. Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. So, Rich, I, I do want to get to some college football in a minute, but before the break, we are talking a little bit about some some things Aaron Rodgers has said since the Jets reported at training camp a few days ago. The insinuation from Aaron Rodgers being that he plans to be with the New York Jets for more than one year. Before the break, I asked you, I said, so, so what is the ceiling for this team? Because I, I do think that most people seem to think decent to very good, uh, but the schedule, especially early, Bills at the Cowboys, Chiefs, and then Eagles within the first six weeks with a trip to Denver as well, uh, sets them up to, to, to maybe potentially struggle out of the gate. So you said that you do like them, and part of it is based on the division, some uncertainty in Buffalo, definitely some uncertainty in Miami. 
But you took it a step further before the break, saying that you think they can compete for a Super Bowl. And that caught me by surprise only because with all the great quarterbacks in the AFC, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, you mentioned Josh Allen, so maybe you're not quite as high on Buffalo as others. I haven't heard a lot of people make the argument that the Jets can or will get that far. What gives you some confidence that that they maybe are more of a player than some people are giving them credit for? How about a four-time MVP winner? Like, good, it, right? you know, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a pretty good quarterback, and I, I realized that last season was disappointing for the Green Bay Packers. But could we rewind and look at what the Green Bay Packers had, especially offensively? Is it anything like what we're seeing around New York Jets right now? I mean, Brees Hall, he only appeared in seven games, but this guy was averaging close to six yards a carry. He scored four touchdowns in that time, and that's just on the ground alone. He's also a pretty good passing back. And then you look at Garrett Wilson, who who Aaron Rodgers has now com- compared to Devontae Adams in terms of it reminding him of his, uh, his former teammate in Green Bay. Um, Garrett Wilson was over a 1,000-yard receiver and was sensational. And he was getting the ball thrown to him by the likes of Zach Wilson, Mike White, and Joe Flacco. So, I mean, there is talent on this Jets offense. It's just been largely unable to be tapped because they didn't have a quarterback. And they just added a guy who's going to be in the Hall of Fame five years after the day that he decides to hang it up for good. And assuming health, which you have to assume, uh, if this team stays healthy, uh, another if Look, and you got to factor it in if they have chemistry, because chemistry is important too. If if they're well led by Robert Sala and Aaron Rodgers, I mean the sky's the limit for the New York Jets because that defense, that defense is, I mean downright dirty. That if they had any kind of offense, the New York Jets would have been in the postseason last year. If they had any kind of offense, they might have even won some games. So you just you just added arguably one of the most talented quarterbacks, not only in the NFL today, but in history, to an offense that was one like halfway decent arm away from like one Kirk Cousins away from being a playoff contender. You know, I mean, you didn't you didn't need an Aaron Rodgers, but that's what you got. And so I think this Jets offense could end up being a Ferrari. So I don't I don't disagree. I I just think that. The path is just so tough, and I know you. I, I know you didn't, you know, plant the flag and say they're going to the Super Bowl. They're winning the AFC. I just, you know, the the number of guys that you got to get through. But I will say this though: I, I do think there has been a little bit of revisionist history on Aaron Rodgers this past offseason. Is I, I feel like, listen, a lot of the media, I still think doesn't really like him for maybe some of the comments that he's made. He's not easy to deal with. Um, you know, he's called out certain media members, whatever. I think there's certain media members that just flat out don't like him. And I think there's a little bit of revisionist history with last year. Is they started off slow, I get it. But he was also hurt, he was also banged up, and despite all of that, uh, despite the injuries, got them obviously to within a game of making the playoffs last year. And they, they were the hot team at the end of the year, right? Like, you know, they had won prior to that Detroit game. They had won four straight. And, and you know, it was kind of the cliche of like, don't let Green Bay get in. Don't want to have to face Aaron Rodgers on wildcard weekend. So that is one thing I will say. You, you know, you open that by saying they do have a four-time MVP at quarterback. Am I crazy, Rich, real quick? Do, do, do you think there's been a little bit of revisionist history on last year? Because 
I remember the injuries. I remember the banged up hand and, and, and you know, not being able to really grip the football. And I see a lot of people this offseason saying, well, did you watch Aaron Rodgers last year? That that wasn't the, the two-time reigning MVP. It's like, yeah, because he was freaking hurt for most of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think so. I, I believe, look, I believe in Aaron Rodgers' talent, but I also believe that sometimes, you know, to gel and to come together as a squad, it takes time. And so I'm speaking out of both the sides of my mouth right now when I say this, but there is a world where, you know, like we just discussed, September hits and the Jets are one in three, you know, and it is that slow start we were discussing potentially occurring to the Jets. And then Aaron Rodgers is giving those answers that he gave to start the season with Green Bay where, you know, hey, we still got a lot to work on. Guys are still making mistakes. It's a complex offense, but we're going to work through it. These are growing pains, blah, blah, blah. Or potentially, and if they're smart, they're going to simplify the playbook to the best of their ability to to have the most advanced yet simple offense they can possibly provide and go out there and win some games early and and showcase what what special ability Aaron has that obviously Zach Wilson doesn't and maybe someday he will but doesn't currently in the NFL and um, certainly none of the other players who are part of this roster at that quarterback position possess. I mean, he's that special. So if he stays healthy, if this team gels during training camp, like I said, I, the sky's the limit. And and we saw Tom Brady take a Tampa Bay team that looked you know, somewhat listless at quarterback or offensively the year before he arrived. And he turned that team completely around and they had a staggering defense the same way the Jets do. And they had enough weapons around the offense to get the job done. They just needed a quarterback. And the same could the same thing could be said about the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers this season. Jets again open on a Monday night football uh, game with the Buffalo Bills, and then from there have a pretty pretty daunting schedule on the front end at Dallas, New England at home, obviously is manageable, KC at home, at Denver, and the Philadelphia Eagles to open the season. So we'll learn a lot about these Jets quick, and of course we'll learn about them here in the coming weeks as Hard Knocks begins. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres and Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug Gottlieb. Coming up, College Football Media Days, SEC wrapped yesterday. Today was the Pac-12, and you will not believe what the commissioner said or didn't say about the league's future. We explain that next. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres and Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug Gottlieb. This is, of course, the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, Rich, so I want to switch gears. I think most people listening know, but you are based in San Diego, uh, cover the San Diego State Aztecs, and, of course, you played uh, football for many years uh, in the Big Ten at Penn State and, of course, in the NFL. Why I bring it up, college football is starting to ramp up alongside the NFL. Earlier this week, we had SEC Media Days. Today, though, Pac-12 has just one media day where, listen, it's it's an interesting time because UCLA, USC are there for the final year, but what makes it interesting is that for people who do not know, the Pac-12 is on, is on the brink. They are teetering. As of this moment, they do not have a TV contract as a conference beyond this season. 
As Nick just mentioned, George Klyovkov, the commissioner, was uh, addressing the media at Pac-12 Media Day. Today, here is what he had to say about the future of the league. I don't want uh, the opportunity to be missed today to talk about football. It's, it's, we're not announcing a media deal on purpose today because I want the focus to be on football. You just said you're not announcing a deal today on purpose because you want the attention to be on football. Yep. To be clear, that would imply that the deal is done and just you're waiting until after today. I think you're reading too much into that. So then what is the purpose behind not announcing something, which is what you just said? What, we want to have the focus on football today. We have an incredibly good football story to tell, and we want that to be the focus today. The longer we wait for the media deal, the better our options get. And I think our board realizes that. And the, uh, there's an underlying shift in the media market that's happening, and we're long-term taking advantage of that. But short-term, it may have provided some hiccups. Did the Pac-12 lead San Diego State to believe that an invite was forthcoming? Or do you think they made assumptions they shouldn't have? Well, I'm not going to disclose my conversations with any potential expansion candidates, but I will tell you that, generally speaking, we've never given anyone an indication that anything would be different than the sequence that I just mentioned, which is get our media rights deal done, get our grant of rights signed, and then we'll consider expansion. So that was Commissioner George Klyovkov of the Pac-12 earlier today. Rich, I'll say this. First of all, he covered a lot of ground there. I do want to start with, again, a media rights deal for people who do not understand. There is no Pac-12 TV deal beyond next season. That has obviously been on the brink since USC and UCLA announced this time last year that they were leaving. This is what I want to ask you, Rich. And maybe I'm being mean-spirited, and it's a Friday, and it's July, and I need to be nicer because it's, it's, it's a beautiful time of year, and we should all be having rainbows and sunshine. I get the concept of wanting to celebrate what should actually be a very good football product on the field. I also feel like if there was something amazing to share, that they would have shared it. And, and oh, by the way, on top of that, he also mentioned on the back end, there's a changing narrative going on behind the scenes in media, and we have to take it. Well, is, so is there a deal? Is there not a deal? Are we focusing on football today? What is the changing? Like, like it just felt like I, I, I get that he is in a tough position. It felt to me like he didn't even speak out of both sides of his mouth there, Rich. Uh, I think he spoke out of three or four. I didn't even know you could have three or four different sides of your mouth, but I think he spoke out of all of them in that particular case. Everybody got, has to just quiet their mind for a second, right? And remember what a commissioner's job is. And I'm talking about specifically in sports, a commissioner of a conference, a commissioner of a league, you know, things that Adam Silver will say about the NBA or things that Roger Goodell will say about the NFL, Rob Manfred will say about Major League Baseball, or in this case, George Klievkoff will say about the Pac-12. He's going to say, like these other league owners I just mentioned, whatever his constituents want him to say. So in a league, it's your ownership. Those are the people who you're pandering for. In a, in, a, in, a, in a conference, it's university presidents and athletic departments. So when you have these athletic directors specifically telling you like, hey, listen, like we need the best possible deal and a small committee of us along with the university presidents are going to get together with, you know, name ESPN, Fox, uh, uh, you know, streaming services, CBS, NBC, whoever. And we're going to hash out the best possible deal for us. That's, that's the hard work behind the scenes. 
the forward-facing liaison to the general public is the commissioner. Now it's your job to go, to go make sure that nobody panics, to go make sure that nobody looks at us like we're not doing our jobs, and to go make us look as good as possible during this very laborious process. Like you said, he's in a real tough spot, and so his job is to say a whole lot of words without saying anything. And so if that was the goal, mission accomplished. Because George Klievkoff, we just played a two-minute soundbite. We have no further information, and, and article writers are leaving with enough that they can write whatever speculation they want to write about, and they're going to support it with his non-answers. But let me jump in on this, though. If the argument is is that we want to focus on football, could I not be devil's advocate and sit here and say, and again, this is a little inside baseball for people who might not follow college sports on a daily basis. But my question is, would any like like if Greg Sankey was finalizing a deal for the SEC? Sure. And we knew it was going to be a monster deal, and maybe he doesn't have all the details yet. I don't know. I, I just couldn't. Can I play devil's advocate to sit here and say if there was a deal on the table right now that everybody was happy with? Isn't this the exact place that you would like? Like the college football world is. Uh, there's a spotlight on you. Everybody wants to know what's going on. Everybody wants to know what the future is. And you're right. There is uh, some sort of innuendo, and you can't believe everything you read. And only the school presidents really know what's real and what isn't. But it doesn't stop. The writers, the reporters, the fans, the message boards. And I do feel like if there was something positive, if there was something great, today is the day the whole college football world is watching you. This feels like the day that it should be coming out. No, Rich? Oh, yeah. No, that is 100% true. If this was a done deal or if this was close to being finalized, you'd know about it. Um, And look, I'm not going to share... Uh, who I've heard this from or, or, or any of that. But, I, you know, look, I, I've heard that this deal could take all the way till Labor Day to be sorted out. I mean, we may, we may go the rest of the summer without really hearing anything further about Pac-12. And, and by the way, even that deadline, that Labor Day uh, date that I just tossed out there, the suspicion is they're going to go beyond that. Because every single deadline, whether real or or fake or whatever, that has been set for the Pac-12 to get a media rights deal set by, they've blown through every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So i i don't I don't see this on I don't see this on the horizon. I think that it's possible the Pac-12 gets into their college football season and potentially deep into their college football season before this deal gets done. It's just, it's, it's a mess right now in terms of trying to get the best deal because let's, let's also face it. If, if they don't have a firm commitment from the remaining 10 teams and then from potential candidates in joining, then what are they selling these networks? Mm-hmm. I mean, so you need at very least the 10 remaining teams outside of UCLA and USC to agree and to put something in writing 
that you can show the networks. And then also you need to have at very least a verbal agreement, if not something that can quietly exist on paper between yourselves, I'm talking about the conference, and potential teams that can jump ship on their own conferences to join your conference and sell that to the networks. And I don't think they have those sort of things in writing right now. Well, and that's that's where the concern comes in is, is you know, to be clear, I'm not rooting against anything or anybody. Um, but I also think, and maybe I haven't done a good enough job of setting this up, um, I think the public has been kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and hoping for something positive. And, you know, we're now literally under a year away, like, like stuff's got to get signed so that these schools, again, uh, you know, the ones that have options, like they, they know what's going on. So I just find it interesting. Um, I hope that I'm wrong because, listen, I live on the West Coast. I want a viable college sports product that isn't, um, you know, fractured where, you know, these two schools are going to the Big 12 and maybe the Big 10 takes somebody at a discount rate outside of USC and UCLA and these three or four schools are screwed. I want it to work. I just feel like, I don't know, I, I just feel like as the commissioner, you had six months to to – I think just show some sort of uniformity or positivity. And I got like six different messages there. I got uh, the media rights deal is on. We're not even talking about the media rights deal. Uh, we're focuses on football, but no, the media rights deal isn't done, but no, we have positives that are coming. And it just, it, it felt like a scattered message. And I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what I would have loved to hear. I don't know what the perfect answer would have been. I'm not sure that was it. Fox Sports Radio, Aaron Torres, Rich Orenberger filling in for Doug Gottlieb. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Coming up, time to play a game. That's next, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. everybody this is the doug gottlieb show aaron torres rich orenberger in for doug and even though doug is not here today every time every day around this time we'd like to play a game this is game time game time on the doug gottlieb show All right, Nick Cope, what game do we have today? All right, guys, today's game is... Psychic. Where we ask Aaron and Rich to lend us their clairvoyant ways. You guys are just talking Pac-12. Let's stick with college football. Georgia was just picked as the runaway favorite to win the SEC this year. You guys like the Bulldogs again, or can LSU or Alabama knock them off? What do you think? I will. Go ahead, Rich. Floor is yours. Well, I was just going to say, anytime you share a conference with Nick Saban, the Crimson Tide always has a chance. So, yeah, while the Georgia Bulldogs, they look like they're at the top of the heap. They're the big, big bad wolves of this conference right now. That's Nick freaking Saban we're talking about. So I always give the Tide a chance every season, in the preseason at least. I will say um, it, two things can be true. I think Georgia should be the preseason pick. They will not be my pick. I just think it's so hard, Rich, you know, in college football – three straight years to do it at the highest possible level they had some offseason turmoil they have a new quarterback I'll pick Alabama to win that league uh, because I think Alabama's flying a little bit under the radar maybe for the first time pretty much ever under Nick Saban all right guys about a week and a half until the MLB trade deadline can ask this every day every week (laughs) will Shohei Otani be traded Mm, nope no, because he's untradeable. And here's what I mean by that. Think about any of the teams who are in a spot where they could or they should trade for Shohei Otani and then think if he wants to play for those teams long term or if they could afford to have him play for them long term. The answer is no. 
I just don't think it's possible to trade him. I don't think the package is going to be good enough. I don't think Shohei is going to want to play for a lot of those teams. And so what, are you going to rent them for a half year for basically your entire farm system and so he can go play for the Dodgers or the Yankees or somewhere else next season? I just don't see that being a possibility. So I don't think he's going to be traded. I think it's going to be an off-season issue that's going to need to be hammered out between Otani and the Angels or his potential next team. So, Rich, you and I are vibing. I, I haven't understood this argument that you have to trade Shohei Otani because it's exactly what you said. I don't think that the value that you're going to get, because who's going to trade, as you said, their entire farm system to get him not knowing that he is going to sign long-term? You are obviously in San Diego, Rich. Even Juan Soto a few years ago, that was a two-year deal for things to get done between San Diego and Juan Soto. I'm with you. I don't know who puts together the package that entices the Angels. It's worth noting, by the way, if he's going for a potential Cy Young and or MVP, there is still value in the Angels having him through the end of the season in terms of ticket sales and things like that. And for what it's worth, they're only five games out of the wild card right now. Let's go to the NFL. Josh Harris, the new commander's owner. You, you heard him talk, not really refer to them as the commanders, but the Washington football team. And Today he was speaking, said they've got other things on the docket, but do you think that the Washington Commanders will be known by a different name within the next few years? Yes. I think the Washington Commanders is a bad name in the first place. (laughs) I think that um, when they pitched it to the fan base, nobody was really all that excited about it. And frankly, I I think they have to rebrand. Dan Snyder drove the bus right into the ditch and left it ablaze. He walked away with a cool $5.5 billion for his efforts, but I don't think the Harris Group or Magic Johnson wants any of the stink left on them. So yeah, I think they're going to go through a rebranding and I bet you before before 2025 we're going to start hearing rumblings about a new name announcement yeah commanders just I, I get it you know you know whatever command you know all that stuff from the wash from the uh, White House I don't like it weird I, I I know I'm not the first one to say this I didn't hate the Washington football team kind of made you unique I don't think they go back to that I don't know what the answer is, but I'm with you. I think they eventually change up again. At least got to change those uniforms. Yes. Let's stick in the NFL. A lot of talk this week. Hard knocks. Jets aren't going to show things. Do you think hard knocks is going to be good? Hard knocks will be good, and here's the reason why. Even though they're not going to do like the players getting cut and all that stuff, they want to limit the exposure of those sort of moments. I I think I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the focal point of this season. And I think if he were somebody like, I don't know, name it, uh, uh, Jared Goff or one of the quieter quarterbacks around the league, uh, a Justin Herbert, somebody who seems to be allergic to the video and, and you know, the camera in general, um, then yeah, maybe you would have a hard time doing that. But Aaron likes to talk. And while a lot of people don't like to hear from him, it seems like even those people listen. So I, I do think it's going to be interesting and it's going to be very interesting to see what this culture looks like with him as a part of it. I think Hard Knocks is going to be good because it's always good. I think the bigger question is, is this its final season? It, it I'm not anti-Hard Knocks. If it goes on in perpetuity, I'm fine. But it feels like it's sort of run its course. Um, and it feels like, especially with the they're not showing cuts and stuff like that, 
this feels like it's kind of limping to the finish line. This feels like it might be the, the last year. All right, quickly, guys. Women's national team, they get their quest started tonight. They're going to go for a three-peat. They're going to win it all. Yeah, I mean they're they're the favorites, right? I mean the the women's national team. It's exciting. Uh, they're they're competitive on this stage every single time the World Cup comes around. They got my they got my bet. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I am far from a Women's World Cup expert, so I will take the U.S. as well. Coming up, we switch gears. We go back to the NFL. Saquon Barkley removed all the giant stuff from his Twitter social media. What does it mean? Fox Sports Radio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.